Hey everyone, in today's episode we talk about record-breaking Fortnite event that happened this past week. We talk about Warner Brothers releasing its full slate of 2021 movies on HBO Max exclusively. Then we talk about the reseller slash hypebeast culture. Then we talk about the influencers collabing with everyday brands like Oreos, cereals, and all that kind of stuff and where that's going. And then we wrap it up with our music and TV show recommendations, so definitely stick around for that. Hope you guys like today's episode. Let's cue the theme music. Hey everyone, today is December 6th. This is episode 77 of the Banter Shop. My name is Moniel. And this is Harsh. Dan's not here we to don't do have... his little uh, special introduction. Right, yeah, we're, we're missing it. We're missing you, Dan. But I know Dan uh, is busy and, and, and you can only do it later. Yeah, he's grinding at Fortnite. He's busy with Fortnite tournaments. So that's why Dan is out. No, Dan, Dan's out for some other reasons. We miss you, Dan. We can't wait to have you back. And then we'll talk about some more things that we want to do. But with that being said, uh, Harsh, there's a lot that happened this week. I mean, I guess a lot happened in the sense that a lot happened in many different parts of the world, right? You have the movie industry that we're going to talk about, gaming oh, yeah. stuff that has happened, um, just some artist-related things that have happened. Uh, just a lot of crazy things. I mean, Spotify rap was a big thing, right? Uh, we wanted to talk about that this episode, but we'll talk about it next episode when Dan is yeah, back. Yeah, we gotta so that save we can... it for everyone, yeah. Yep, exactly. And one of the cool things about Spotify rap is that since uh, the banter shop is on Spotify, we have a podcaster wrapped thing as well on our side that only we can see as the creators of the podcast. So that's something we would like to share with the audience as oh, well, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Like they, they should be able to look at it. They should be able to appreciate it because they're a huge part of it. They're the reason why 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 those numbers even show up. So we'll go through that as well on, on the next episode. It's funny. Like we're, pre- we're previewing the next episode yeah, where we just barely got started with this one. This is not a filler episode. <laughs> this is not, no. No, we do have some interesting things to talk about. I think there's a lot of good things happening uh, in the world uh, in the world uh, other than COVID. Um, well, that's not but, Right, that's not a good thing. So we're going to focus on some of the well, other things that have happened this week. Uh, yeah, we're it could reaching. be. We're getting, you know? we're getting to the... the getting close. I'm very confident that we're getting to the end of it. I'm, I know. I've been the most confident out of like anyone I know. I feel like it's just something you can feel. You know? Right. You know you those just things sense in that you can feel? Yeah. yeah, I can yeah. sense it. Yeah. There you go. Well, hopefully your sense is right, which it, which, which it could be. So I Usually hope that's the case. it is. Usually, you're right. You do have a good, good sense on things. Hopefully, this is one of your better ones. Oh, yeah. Or the best ones. <laughs> uh, well, moving on. There's, uh, you know, we I know we talk about Fortnite a little bit, but of course, Fortnite, uh, the re, you know, we didn't talk about it from a gaming standpoint for the most part. We we talk about it from the business side of things and from the the technological side of things and the kind of things they're able to achieve. Uh, one of the things that was kind of popular this week that that we all kind of saw it or came across if you're on Twitter or any kind of social media. Yeah, you're right. It's the Fortnite event that happened. So do you want to go a little bit into more detail as to what the Fortnite event was about, yeah. what the time frame was like, and, and just any statistics you may have for it? Because it, w- it was a huge deal. Again, you know, if you don't play games, it doesn't mean you don't realize the magnitude of what's happening in Fortnite. It's sort of all around us. It's it's pop culture in a sense. Um, so yeah, I, 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 right I, like I, I for one, don't play culture. Fortnite. But yeah, yeah, like I for one, don't like, play Fortnite, right? But you do, Dan does. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you want to talk about the event that happened this week? I believe it was Tuesday, going into Thursday, or say Wednesday. Yeah. Is that so correct? It was the Marvel. It was the uh, Marvel and Epic event, like the Galactus. It was called Nexus Wars. 
which uh, was like their Marvel epic thing, and it was it was a huge event, <clears throat> especially because they had like 2.6. I think it was around two to 2.6 million people watching it like live, not just on one channel, but throughout everyone's channels. And uh, they were telling everyone to get in the game early, and it was a really like big event. Everyone was in it. Everyone was looking at it. It was trending on Twitter, so it was pretty big in that aspect. And then they had a a downtime for like seven hours, so that's also what was pretty big and everyone was looking at. But it's pretty cool because like even if people don't play the game, they still log on to watch the event and stuff. And it's pretty cool that they're they're kind of known now for like how insane their events are yeah no that's a that's a good point because their their events are record-breaking in the sense that the amount of people they got online the amount of people that watch on twitch or the amount of people that are able to look at it on youtube of after it's all done with so in in simple terms in, in layman's terms what's basically happening is fortnite is going from one season to the next season and then the next season they have um they have other um you know new advancements that are happening whether it be yeah, like uh, maybe adding like a, like a new map uh, yeah there's a yeah. storyline of course yep there, so, there's like a map and changes and then uh, new characters right. come in and all that kind of stuff but technically the game still stays the same the the objective still free, is still yeah. the same right um, right it's still so free yeah. there was 15.3 million people that logged on to the game that day 15.3 million people at the same exact time in a single game that's crazy and the servers for the most part held up pretty well which is insane to think about it shows like how it's not an easy job but 15 million people are locking on to your game at the same exact time. So for them to do that and, and, and still do the event where there's like a story and there's like scenes and you're still in the lobby with everyone else like it's a normal game, which is pretty cool. And they had 3.4 million people watching it. So I think it was one of the biggest events of all of Fortnite. Yeah. No, I, think, I think it might have been the biggest one as of, as, as you know, until today. And then and hopefully... And it... other games like Roblox did a concert with Lil Nas X. Yeah. Did you hear about that? No, I did not hear about well, that. Uh, Roblox, you know the little kid, uh, like I mean, Fortnite's a kids game as well, but Roblox is just a kids game. Yeah. For the most part, they did an event with Lil Nas X for his song Holiday. Nice. And and it was kind of like a Travis Scott with Fortnite thing, right? Where where the, yeah. the live concert happens on in the game, which actually isn't a bad idea with COVID going on. You can definitely do concerts like that where it's like, you know, like within a game yeah. or or in that. It, yeah, virtual in that sense. Not virtual, just like you, like like the artist turning on a camera in their living room and just playing all the yeah, instruments. Exactly, but but like, like actually making it a show. Thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like how Fortnite made it a show with all the lights and the effects yeah. and stuff you could do. Like a lot of people who, I mean, jokingly, a lot of people tweeted like that was better than a real life concert. Obviously not, but like, right. it shows that they don't just, artists didn't just show up in the game in a video board and played songs. Right, exactly. No, no, that's a fair point. That's, that's Call of Duty point. even does events now. They did. Oh, they do some events. I mean, they did an event for Warzone a while ago for the yeah. new Call of Duty game. So they do stuff like that. Okay, so I think this is happening more and more, and I think more of these type of games will do that to and garner Rock, attention to like. Uh, the Rock has been like a potential Fortnite skin that they might add. A lot Whoa. of collaborations are happening with celebrities, and games and food and stuff. Right. So it's huge. Influencers are now just like crossover guys. Yeah. And we're going to get a little bit more into influencers and food and a couple other things 
the next topic. But talking about virtual things and things moving online, um, a, a huge huge news came out from the movie industry this this week that, that I don't know if got a lot of attention or not, or maybe people didn't pay too much attention to it. But Warner Brothers, which is you know Warner Bros, uh, they're a huge production company, uh, one of the biggest in the world. They 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 have a bunch of studios. They have a huge studio lot in L.A. Things of that nature. Uh, they produce yeah. movies, right? And they said that in 2021, all of their movies will be released released on HBO Max and theaters at the same exact time. And they'll stay on HBO Max for 30 days. And then, of course, you know, they'll go out so you can buy the DVD and stuff and then or watch it in theaters if you want to do it. And then it'll come back on HBO Max after a couple of months and it'll just stay in the library. But uh, this is this is huge news because HBO Max, of course, is owned by, uh, you know, Warner Bros.'s parent company, Warner Media. And with that being said, you know, Warner Bros.'s movies are going straight to uh, HBO Max and theater at the same day. So let's say, you know, Wonder Woman is one of the first ones. I mean, it's not 2021. It's still 2020. I believe it's coming out December 21st, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that movie's going to come out in theaters the same day it's, com- it's going to come out on HBO Max, which is huge. And it gives HBO Max a huge leg up, especially when there's so many streaming services out there. Netflix, Hulu, they're all improving. They're all increasing prices. They're all adding more stuff this, to like, the library. This makes you want to get HBO Max. Yeah, this, this, this one makes you get HBO Max even for that month or maybe even for a couple of months and then, you know, kind of watch the movies together. But, yeah, I guess, you know, I think they have about 16 or 17 movies lined up for 2021. I'm not sure the exact number, but it's definitely in the teens. There's double digit double-digit movies that they're releasing throughout the calendar year of 2021. Uh, and basically, HBO is... I mean, Warner, Warner Bros. just said that we're going to release it on HBO Max for 30 days, the same day it comes out in theaters, and then they'll put it back on, you know, after the DVD and all that kind of stuff. But this is huge. I mean, this is like... Honestly, if, I, if I'm someone out there deciding between, like, HBO Max or Peacock or some one of some of the newer streaming services, I would definitely choose HBO Max, not, not only because of the shows they currently have on there, but also because of these movies that are going to be coming out the same day it comes out in theaters. I don't need to pay extra 20, 30 bucks to rent them. Like, like I remember a lot of movies that did over COVID, I believe a couple of Disney movies, uh, you know, instead of watching on Disney Plus, you pay like 20 bucks to rent it and you watch it the same day. This is literally you buy the streaming service, you get the movie that you're going to watch, but also you're going to get the other shows that are already on there along with Friends and Rick and Morty. Those are some of the external ones, but the HBO also has their internal library of shows and movies that are already on there. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this kind of puts I mean, for me, HBO Max is still one of the best streaming services out there. I know it's fairly new. But this kind of puts them over the top, I feel like. Uh, you know, I mean, of course, Netflix has their original movies and Hulu has their original movies. But this is, we're talking about, like, full-on, like, movies made for theater that are coming to HBO Max. Isn't Netflix still the biggest, though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, from a subscriber standpoint and just, just across the world, Netflix is still the biggest. But I'm just saying, as, as other Netflix streaming services... Netflix now is just doing, uh, like, I think their main goal for the future is miniseries. Is... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, with... Uh... Like if they if they think that like because people know how big Netflix is and how much like stuff is on there but no one watches it but if it says the word new on it they'll watch it so it's like like they're focusing on mini series so that they can produce for the future so I guess that's their prediction on what's gonna be the like the next big like thing to decide where to spend your money yeah. right? exactly it- 
Yep. No, you're right, and I think I think limited series from a from just a you know per, like a user perspective makes sense because you know people love movies, but the reason why they like streaming services is because they can watch long shows like seasons of shows, and you know binging. it's not something they can finish in one night. Right, binging. So a limited series is like a mix of both worlds. It's the story is almost as interesting as a movie, but it's just spilled out into like six episodes, right. eight episodes, and it, so it tells you an entire story. So HBO Max give you everything that normal HBO has. Yep. It it, it, it has. Um, yep. Valley. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, the way HBO so Max I, yeah, works is that. HBO. So the, the way the way the way HBO Max is structured, and they were they, were, they didn't market it well enough to explain to people what HBO Max is, because I, as an HBO user, I used to think that oh, HBO is different. HBO Max is going to be different. These these are two different things. But they didn't market it well enough to have people understand that, you know, HBO Max is one entity. So so here's the way it's structured. You get all your legacy HBO shows, right? You get Game of Thrones, Silicon Valley. Um, you know uh, the wire all the all you know uh what's the uh, i think there are a couple of classics hbo shows you you get them there full shows entire shows on it right then you also get some external shows like they have rick and morty they have um, friends they have a couple of other shows as well that that were on other networks there are they, they were on other items and, and or other streaming services and they brought them over to hbo max they have that third they have hbo max originals now these are shows the they won't show up on HBO channels on your TV remote, but they're specifically made for HBO Max. So you get that as well. Along with that, you get some movies too. So HBO, of course, is known for movies, home box office. That's that's where they got started. So of course you have the movie library, but now you also have these you know new movies coming out that you get them right away as well. So it's like it's a mixture of a lot of different things. But these are the things you get. You get legacy HBO stuff. You get the new HBO Max originals, which are there are some good shows. You get um, you get some external TV shows that are from other other cable networks and that, that are being brought over to um, HBO Max, and then you get movies as well, old movies, new movies, everything. So you know I think that's where they have the leg up because they, you already get the premium HBO content, which a lot of people like, whether it be Game of Thrones, like Harsh Set or Silicon Valley, or some a lot of other shows that they have, and right. now they get the movies as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, there's definitely movies that are coming in theaters. Yep, exactly. And I think I think Warner Bros, you know, they're the they're the first big production company to say that their 2021 movies will be released like this. But I won't be surprised if Sony or like maybe Fox or Universal does something similar because, you know, we're not sure when people are going to be back in theaters. I mean, vaccination like Harshi mentioned that you're optimistic about at the beginning of the episode. Like, yeah, I mean, it will it will come soon and it's everything is looking like it, but it will take time to get it to everyone. It will take time for people to be comfortable with everything. Right. I mean, the scientists are also saying once you get the vaccine, don't just drop your mask and stop social distancing. Still do that. That's still required. Uh, so, you know, like like people, when people talk about going back to normal, I think that's still a year or so out based on what every, everything's going on. So this is a smart play by Warner, Warner Brothers to just say flat out that, you know, you can go watch the movies in theaters if you like, but you can also watch it at home so they're not losing revenue and they're still getting that HBO Max membership up. So I think it's a win-win. I think they made a good move. Of course, there's a lot of criticism with it just because it's uh, it's not the norm. But I think from a consumer standpoint, it makes sense. If you're if you're on the fence about getting HBO Max, this probably pushes you over the fence and makes you get it. If you were not considering it, maybe this makes you consider it for a trial run, something like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I think it's a, it's a good one. And we you know one of the first movies, like I said, that will come out on HBO Max and theaters at the same time will be which will be the Wonder Woman movie that's coming out. That's the, I feel like that's the biggest superhero movie that's coming out this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's not really much Marvel stuff. Yeah, so. 
uh, Marvel Marvel picked a good year to not to not yeah, release they, anything. They picked a good year to release Avengers Endgame. <laughs> exactly. That's to say that, right? Even going crazy if they delayed it to 2020 and this all happened yeah. in April. Exactly. I mean, the biggest movie of the year so far has been Tenant, right? Yeah, and it's so, coming in DVD soon. DVD. Yeah. So, so. no, it's it's just interesting how how it all lined up. I mean, good good for them. Um, but yeah. So, do you have any other thoughts on HBO Max they're and Warner what they're Brothers, doing? Right? And Tenant was Warner Brothers. Yeah, it was Warner Brothers. So it will they come tried, on HBO they Max. Tried to do the movie thing. Have yeah, it they, they really did. Stuff. Yep. But it's just hard. Okay. Do you, do you just want to give out your few, few thoughts on this? Just um, I like like you know you're you're an avid movie watcher. You like watching movies, new movies, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Do you do you think other uh other studios should do this? Universal, Sony, Fox. How do you how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think so. I think they probably will too. But uh, I don't know if it'll be like something that happens in the future as well. Like in like uh, in three four years online, I think people will still be going to movie theaters to watch movies because people appreciate um, like the big screen, you know, like more not now, just the yeah. Screen, but like the, the the studio, the the surround sound, the IMAX, whatever it is. There's people who right. like that. Same thing with cars. Right. Like by now, you would think that everyone would be driving electric cars. Some people actually enjoy the old school car and like the functions yeah. of it. And, like they're car fanatics. Like there's movie fanatics and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's almost like fashion, right? Like but the fashions, retrends. Now, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Having options is what we're gaining, as opposed to losing something. We're just gaining an option, right. which, again, every single and industry. And you know that what we're... you might see is uh, maybe instead of waiting like however long they wait, three four months for it to put it on like DVD and stuff. After yeah. three weeks, they'll do it. I that's think a three good point. weeks is a good enough time for box office scores to come in and see how the film really did. Yeah. Like. Like you will make money, but like those first three weeks are the pretty, pretty big weeks for the movie. Yeah. So I think that's it'll save time in the theaters for how long you have to show a movie, and it'll make them more money. That's true. I mean, because because a lot of the studios that that I talked about, like Universal, Fox, um, you know, Warner Bros. Of course, um, I, I think I'm missing one. I can't seem to think of it anyway. But like these these ones, they they own they own a lot of chunks in these streaming services. Like I know Hulu. I think Universal owns a part of Hulu. Sony own they have their own one, or they might they might be partnered with someone. I mean, like these 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 people own streaming services to an extent. Like they have a chunk in it, they have a say in it. So they can always release it like they do with HBO Max that Warner Brothers is doing, right? So those options are available. Of course, movie theater prices are are high, as we all know. They have been high for the past couple of years, and they have been getting higher and higher. And the snacks and stuff. Depending, depending snacks and exactly. So, like, with that being said, movie theaters, if there was an option, I think people would love to stay at home and watch it, especially if it's yeah. not a big, it's if it's not a big event movie, right. why not? Like, I like, like I think a lot of those, like... For smaller movies. Exactly. Like, 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 I don't I mean, think not we go out to watch films that are small anymore, you know? Unless no, I know. There's a bunch of sales. Right. I mean, yeah, right. If you're going on like the weekdays and stuff like that, where you can get it for five bucks, you know, that makes sense. But I mean, like for like a great example would be one of those Seth Rogen movies, right? Those like comedy movies, like buddy movies, ride along movies, things of that nature. You know, when you would 
presumably go see it in theaters nowadays people just wait for it to come on netflix or wait for it to come for them to rent it or maybe watch right. it in, in in when you're traveling on a plane you know those those are the perfect movies to to do that for so i think it's interesting because i feel like this is an option being created to consumers and i think it's an option that you know hopefully uh, hollywood looks at as a positive i know there's been a lot of backlash where it's like oh movies made for streaming are not as artistic as the ones that are made for theater but of course once we break through that barrier, I think Manchester by the Sea, is that the correct name I'm thinking of, yeah. that won a lot of awards at Oscar, Oscars? I mean, it was released in theaters, but it technically was an Amazon Prime movie. Like, they sponsored it and all that kind of stuff. Of course, due to Oscar limitations and, and criterias, you need to have the movie play in theaters for a couple of weeks. They have something like that Oscar for it to be eligible. Like that as well. Yeah, like 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 just like eligible basis, like oh, it needs to be in this this these amount of theaters, and it needs to run for these many weeks for it to be considered for for an Oscar. So I think you know that that makes sense. But like I mean, Manchester by the Sea is the first movie I think of when it comes to like Oscar fame and like getting awards and winning awards and and winning major awards. So you know, hopefully hopefully that opens it up. Uh, this, you know, this goes back to our conversation about Netflix and limited series and what they're trying to do there. So right. Exactly. Good talk. I, I think this is interesting. I feel like hopefully we, we gave people a business look at it and maybe a look more than just like the convenience yeah, part of it. Here, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, talking about influencers, this is our last topic. I know uh, this this may seem a little fast to everyone listening, but with Dan not here, we want to save some of the topics. And I hope you guys can yeah, appreciate that. Topics, so. uh, but but I feel like these are topics that Harsh and I can talk about. Those are the ones that I pulled together today. And ones that we can provide uh, some key information on. And then, of course, we can always bring this up with Dan again and talk more about it. Uh, yeah. But the, the, last, the, the last topic I have is... Um, you know, this this is kind of similar. This kind of goes back to the whole Travis Scott McDonald's partnership. I think Jay Baldwin and McDonald's are doing their partnership now. That you know, influencers, artists, you know, pop stars. I don't know if you want to call that if that's if that term still exists or yeah, not. There's all influencers now. There's yeah, no, like, they're all influencers, right? Like yeah, celebrity, right? Like celebrity. Um, you know, them partnering with brands and then putting out maybe a collaboration. You know, think of it as like sneakers. Like Nike would sign athletes back in 80s, 90s, right? And then they would, they would maybe come out with special sneakers for that athlete. It's a collaboration, right? But now I feel like that industry's blown up, and it's not really just sneaker based. It's other other things based as well. Clothing has has been a huge one in that realm. Cereal. Uh, for cereal. Travis Scott it all. Travis Scott. Yeah. How much money he made from like the Fortnite event? It was like 10 million dollars. Yeah, exactly. He made a See? lot of money from that. He made a lot so, of from McDonald's, his, his alcohol thing that he's trying to do. Right. Um, there's a lot. Yeah. No, exactly. And in in that same sort of you know path, we have Lady Gaga here who is coming out with a special Oreo. Like she's partnering with Oreos, and they're like they're supposed to be pink and green Oreos, I believe. Oh um, pink is the, um, the 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 cookie part, and green is the cream part. I think. I could be messing that up. I'll try to look it up. But basically, she's coming out with you know pink and green Oreos, which uh, has never been done before. But uh, you know, it's I think it, it kind of emphasizes what we talked about, right? Where it's like, what's happening is that um, artists are partnering with the irregular food items, right? And they're trying to put their name out there, and it makes sense. I think people will buy it. I mean, I honestly feel like. You know, YouTube has something to do with it, right? Because like YouTubers YouTube? put out their products. Because yeah. because if you remember back in the day, YouTubers would be putting out their products, whether it be 
t-shirts and merch and stuff like that where they're collaborating of course that was at a small scale but now people are doing it at larger scales like with oreo and like it's like a limited yeah, edition like oreo major companies collaborating. yeah yeah and, and to be honest like this this is this is not about making money this is more about brand awareness this is more about marketing it's as all about the, making money they know they're gonna I make mean, a lot more money if they put lady gaga's face on it no, no, I mean, what I mean by that is the fact that, you know, like it's limited, right? So it's not going to be here forever. So that means exactly. that people are going to resell it. Like there's going to be hype around it. They yeah, might bring so it back. It's like, a bigger following, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, eventually you're right. It does turn into make mo- making money. But I'm just saying like in the sense that this 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 particular thing, sure, it's about making money, but it's also more yeah, about... I'm sure that Jay Baldwin uh, McDonald's meal, it won't be like how the Travis Scott like meal was memed kind of. You know how everyone was like, oh, yeah. there, this, that. Yeah, yeah, but now people will still order that, and then people exactly. want to buy it. Exactly. No, you're right. That that makes total sense. It's it's interesting how things are happening and how worlds are collaborating. And I think yeah, as long as it doesn't get out of hand, yeah, it, as long as it doesn't get out of hand. But I think we're too late. I think there's gonna be some questionable collaborations that are gonna come through, and we're gonna be like, what? Why'd you do that? But with that being said, you know, out of 10 bad ones, you'll get a couple of good ones, like the Travis Scott ones that have been good yeah. and some other ones that have been good, too. So, you know, it's one of those things. That's the world we live in, and that's the world that we're going to be continuing in. Um, it's interesting. You, you you typically are, are, you know, it's hard to predict what's going to happen in the future. But I feel like this is something that, that we should we should have seen it coming. And, and people did see it coming. I'm not saying people didn't. But just these collaborations and these artists collaborating with your regular groceries <laughs> like oreo is a regular grocery item mcdonald's yeah, like is like the Reese's fast food cereal item. with uh cereals like every day everyone's like reselling that exactly right and and it's funny because because you meet this like you you meet these like resellers like these these people who like just live on like these sneakers apps and they like try to get the latest items right away so they can flip it for a lot more money and you know combining those with like the real fans I think I think I think that's an interesting mix, right? Because like, of course, yeah, it's hard to do. Pay. It's hard to find, yeah. like, because the real fans will not get the item on their hands. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's. I mean, what's happening with like PS4s and Xboxes, right? Right. The people who want it don't, aren't getting it, and these these like resellers are getting tens, fifteens, twenties of them and selling them for like two hundred, three hundred dollars more. And people who are like, man, I, I don't know. It's like, am I supposed to wait four or five months for them to actually or stop do, it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's or do, so do dumb. I just think, That's the part it's, I don't like about that stuff. Exactly, like and there's fans that want it, they can't get it, and then there's a guy who probably doesn't even touch a video game in his life trying to resell eighty of those for like yeah. two thousand dollars and stuff. It's just not right. It's exactly, and so it, that's how this online stuff works. Yeah, like when you when you make things more online, like I think a lot of stores probably didn't get that many PS5s or Xboxes because they didn't want to have that big of a rush, so they did most of it online. There's gonna be right. people who buy like five of them and it, that's why i think store like playstation should have put a limit on how many you can buy in one sitting or something i don't know if they tried that or not but like i i, I think that i think what i think what ends up happening and i've been trying to research a little bit more about this because i want to bring it up uh, next week's episode with more you know data points but but what's happening is that people are you know for, for the stores that don't have a limit people are buying as much as they can through bots and through things like things like that yeah and and Yep, and and then for the ones where they have a limit, they they just buy one, but they just get really early in queue, and they they just know everything, and they just it's kind of are they're like hawking at at the latest releases, like they have all the information, and they're buying it only for resale purposes, right? Like I was I was I was reading through the through this Twitter page that updates people on when something's restocking or when something might be restocking, and there was a restock for PS5 on their website yesterday, and this person commented that oh I got my eighth one. 
and it's things right. like that. It's, you don't need an eighth one. You just want to resell it, and it's like a side hustle, which which, yeah. which makes sense, sure. But if it comes at a cost of people that actually want it, it's yeah. It, it's almost like it's almost like trying to buy their kids a PS5 for Christmas and they can't get yeah. it because some guy has twelve of them. Yeah, so like dumb. it's all it's all on StockX. I mean, StockX has so so Xbox and PS5, Xbox Series X and PS5, they're both selling for five hundred dollars. They're the same price, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me let me look that yeah. up. Uh, but re- regardless, uh, like like I'll, I'll look it up right now. Like Xbox Series X, I know for sure it the price is the price is four ninety nine, five hundred bucks, right? On StockX, it's currently going for upwards of eight hundred dollars. All right. Right. So that's a what? Like a $300 markup? Yeah. I mean, it is a first come, first serve thing, but when someone's buying like 12 of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like 768 is the cheapest one I'm seeing. But of course, you got to pay for shipping and everything. It turns out to be 850 right. with taxes and stuff. And it's, it's, it's just. <laughs> I what mean, is PlayStation doing too? Like, it shouldn't be that limited. Yeah. I mean, look, like, I'm, I'm going to look up StockX PS5. StockX PS5 is going for a lot more. Than, than, than Xbox is on StockX. The cheapest PS5 I'm seeing on, on StockX is $900, right? And that's the digital edition, not even the disc one. <laughs> the disc ones right. are going for a lot more. They're going for $1,000 and, and more. That's so, the disc thing, the disc versus digital thing is the same thing with how some things that are outdated, they'll just never go away, like going to a movie or something. A lot of people like yeah. having a disc. Right, Like a exactly. collector's item type thing. Yeah, plus some so people have a ton of games. Like they won't go Right, exactly. So it's it's interesting how how the worlds are blending, and and sometimes it benefits the consumer. Sometimes, like like we're seeing, you just have to wait it out, or you pay the extra three hundred, four hundred dollars just to get it before it sort of becomes mainstream, right? Just it's get just, a PC, Don't or you can get a PC, yeah, or you just get a PC with Harsh's recommendation. I mean, by the amount of money you're paying on StockX, you can get a pretty nice PC, and you, you can, can just get a really play. nice PC for, if you're paying like upward. If you have about you know seven hundred to a thousand dollars, you can get a decent starter PC, which right. will let you do a lot more than just play games. I mean, you can watch YouTube, Netflix, Twitch, do some homework if you have to, and play right. games, and you'll yes. still get better frames than you did on a PS5. Right. I think we talked so, about this in previous episodes where it's like even if you get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, if you don't have a 4K TV, then you're not really using it to yeah, full Yeah, if you don't have a 120 hertz monitor. If your only plan is to play a game that it can give you 120 hertz, that's fine. But you're not going to get 120 hertz on most games because PS, I don't know, consoles just still can't handle that type of stuff. Yep, exactly. So it's, it's been interesting. Yeah, it just like get a if, PC. You're, if you're a parent, if you're watching this trying to get your kid a PS5, uh, just buy him a PC. I mean, if he's mad, tell him he's stupid. <laughs> just learn the PC. Yeah, just Go back give to the him old a PC. Day. This is better than you. This is better than a PS5. I don't care if the PS5 looks futuristic. PC is gonna be better for you. Don't PC have lights and stuff too? I mean, you can, yeah, you can, they, have, you can. they have controllable lights and stuff, and fans. And I mean, some like high-end, like five thousand dollar PCs have like water flow air cooling that you can color, like change the lights of and stuff. Looks like a spaceship, but yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, I, I think we covered a lot of great topics. 
basically got, got into details about those. I think we can move on to our recommendations. And um, I don't know if you want to go first, but I you have some first, as well. I can go first. All right. For music, yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, and, and it would have been interesting to have Dan on this because we could have done the Spotify rap, but we'll do it next week. So we'll have rec- our recommendations yeah. will be a little bit different. And it's closer to the end of the year next week. Than the yeah. Week. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like everyone's heard a lot about Spotify rap this entire week. Yeah. So, so we, we'll make well, them hear about it after they yeah, forget about exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Good idea. But for music, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna recommend "What You Want" by Tori Imoa. I think his name spelled like T O R O Y M O I. Um, and this was the last song on my top 2020 song playlist. So I was like, you know, that's a cool one, right? You can recommend your top one, but why don't recommend the last one? So you know, Spotify makes you a playlist of songs that you listen to the most the entire year, and this was uh, my last one. I've been getting a lot more into Tori Imoa. I think. Toro Imo, I don't know how to say his name. I've been getting into his songs, just don't know how to say his name, which kind of sucks. So I'll get that in the next episode. Uh, but no, it's a cool song, and 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 I really like it, and it's a pretty mellow song. So uh, it has some really cool production too. So for me, that's my music recommendation for TV show and movie. I'm gonna go with Sherlock on BBC, the, the BBC Sherlock, the TV show on Netflix. I don't know if I've recommended it. Maybe I have in the past, yeah. but I feel like. Yeah, but I haven't done it in a long time, so I was like, why not? You know, why not re retrend it or, or retread it? <laughs> um, wow. It's one of my all-time favorite shows out there. It's the BBC Sherlock, starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, who both are amazing actors, and they're in like other movies and big-time movies and things of that nature. So you know, the casting's on point. Uh, there's four seasons out currently, and they all are on Netflix, so you can binge through them. And uh, they're, each episode's like one hour and 30 minutes. It's a long episode. Limited series, basically, is what it is, uh, like Harsh was talking about earlier as to where Netflix is trying to go. So that's my recommendation. Sherlock on Netflix, and then What You Want by Toro y Moi. Okay, nice. I'm going to do one of the songs from my top 2020, like, playlist. You should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. You should, man. Just a little teaser. I feel like I, I'm actually looking back on this. I've kind of I've recommended a lot of these songs. That means that hey, I must listen to them a lot. Yeah, you think so, right? Uh, I'm gonna go with see, but like I've done, I've recommended a lot of these songs. Oh, this Saint Pablo by Kanye. I'm doing Kanye. I don't care. I'll recommend another Kanye song. You get to recommend twelve Saint Pablo songs a year. I get twelve Kanye songs. I don't. I don't. Okay, fine. Yep. And it doesn't matter if you don't. If it doesn't matter, you know, you could say you could recommend anything else, but you're always gonna be known as the guy recommends San Paulo. It's just something you right. can't change. So just deal with. That's it. a good point. Okay, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not questioning it. But yeah, I'll just say Pablo because it's a good song to be on the playlist. So. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. And then uh, for TV shows, I actually don't have anything. I watched TV Halloween, and it's exactly like Dan says. It's an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> so maybe that's my recommendation if you like adam sandler movies tv halloween's perfect actually really good if you watch it during halloween if you watch it like the 31st it'd probably be above an adam sandler movie but watching it now in december it's an adam sandler movie still really entertaining and i, I would watch it so yeah it's fun that's what i'd say that's a good point those are good ones but i think that about wraps it up yeah that, that about wraps it up for us it was a short episode we miss you dan uh, but I think next episode is going to be really fun. We already talked about what we're going to talk about in the following episode, so you just previewed know. It. Yeah, previewed it. But it doesn't mean this episode wasn't good. This was a fun episode, too. A short one for you guys. Hope you guys liked it. Just want to thank all the essential workers out there. Really appreciate what you're doing. Um, and do follow us on our Instagram. It's at the Bandershop underscore podcast. We are available on all, all 
podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, I think Google Play Store, something like that. I think Google Podcast is what they're calling it. Stitcher, Stitcher. I'm messing up, but you we're, we're out there. You can recommend this to your friends, even if they, uh, you know, even if they are listening it on other devices and things of that nature. We're available everywhere. Podcasts are available. So want to thank you for listening. Appreciate all the support, and um, that about wraps it up for us. This is Mo Neal signing off, and this is Harsh signing off. Thanks, guys.